Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Football Full Circle is live here on a Wednesday on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens alongside Joe Lisi on this Wednesday edition of FFC. Joe Lisi not calling it quits on this Wednesday, but we have some potential retirement news. Joe, I'm doing air quotes right now. Retirement news <laughs> around the National Football League. What's up, Lisi, my guy? I'm doing well. No, I'm not retiring anytime soon. I'm too young, Ben, to retire from this game. What are you kidding me? I'm at the top here. The pinnacle. Just like Rob Gronkowski, but he's calling it quits. Or at least we think so, right? 33 years old. What's more impressive for uh, Gronkowski, uh, Ben, is not not the Super Bowl wins and and being one of the top tight ends during his tenure with the New England Patriots and even the Tampa Bay Bucks, but the fact that he just bankrolled his $70 million salary didn't spend a nickel on anything. I mean, that's the most impressive thing that Rod Gronkowski's done in his career. He's going to have a lot of money to buy whatever retirement home he plans on doing or throwing all of the retirement parties that Gronk will certainly be a member of. But is he actually retired? Is the four-time Super Bowl champion, the four-time first-team All-Pro in the NFL, the five-time Pro Bowler, the tight end Joe Lisi with the most 100-yard receiving games in the history of the National Football League, is he actually done? We are very skeptical of retirement news out of Tampa Bay, Florida, especially because his quarterback for the entirety of his career, Tom Brady, retired earlier this offseason and then unretired and will play his 23rd NFL season coming up in 2022. And by the time we get to the start of next year in the NFL, Tom Brady will be 45 years old. So we can be a little bit hesitant, Joe, to think, is he actually done? Do you think Joe Lisi, Rob Gronkowski, has played his last NFL snap? No. I think football players are like boxers, right? And we see fighters like Tyson and Holyfield, George Foreman, Roy Jones, all come back at the later stages of their careers. Even Mayweather, right? They come back because they miss the love of the game, the love of the sport. And I think the same thing with Rob Gronkowski, especially if Tampa Bay is on their way to a division title and more importantly, one of the better teams, if not the best team in the NFC. Towards the end of October, you're going to see 
Tom make that phone call. Rob, let's go, baby. One yep. more round. One yep. more go around. Let's get back to business. LFG, baby. I think that's what we're going to see late October from Rob Gronkowski and, more importantly, TB12 for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't think there's any way Gronk is done at this point for 2022, maybe 2023, but not this season. I think as long as Tom Brady is his quarterback, there's always a good chance, not just a chance, a good chance that Rob Gronkowski is going to play at a certain point. A lot of jokes yesterday, Joe, about Gronk retiring, not from the NFL, but just from training camp, that after that grueling stretch is over, maybe Gronk starts to perk up by the time we get to maybe week four, five, or six, like we have seen him do in years past. And it's not just us having this conjecture conversation, Joe Lisi. It was Drew Rosenhaus, Gronk's agent, in a text message to ESPN's Adam Schefter saying, quote, it would not not surprised me if Tom Brady calls him, that being Gronk, during the season to come back and Rob answers the call. This is just my opinion, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rob comes back during the season or next season. So I'm not entirely sure, Joe, if Rob Gronkowski is done. His agent isn't even entirely sure if Rob Gronkowski is hanging up the cleats forever. No, not at all. You're absolutely right. And and as long as Tampa Bay is ten and ten and two, you know, eleven and and three, heading into the the end of the season, I think he's going to want to have the taste to win a Super Bowl title. That's what they mm-hmm. miss. They miss the spotlight. They miss the red carpet. Same thing with Tom Brady. The reason why he came out of retirement, Ben, was not because you know he didn't want to stay home. It's because he misses the competition. He misses the locker room. He misses j- just the unity with the players around them. So it's going to be very difficult. And Gronkowski's only 33. He's not 44 like Tom Brady. He's taken more of a beating, though, probably at the tight end spot than Tom Brady has taken in the entirety of his career. But if Gronk does walk away, Rob Gronkowski will leave the NFL, again, as a four-time Super Bowl champion, a five-time Pro Bowler, the most 100-plus yard receiving games in the history of the NFL, the tight end position, 32 in total, and 92 career receiving touchdowns, Joe, tied for the third most all-time by a tight end. And it's not like he was great when he was 25 and it's all been downhill since then. Rob has still been very productive. Gronk last year, Joe, 55 total grabs in 12 games played, over 800 receiving yards, and still six receiving touchdowns. So Gronk can still get it done, Lisey. Yes, he, on the offensive side of the ball. You know what he can't do, though, Ben? Tackle huh. in the open field. Remember when my Miami Dolphins <laughs> pulled off the thriller with no time Lacey. left? Man? They had a guy right out of the shoes. Set. What are you doing? What are you going <laughs> Joe, you can't call out the guy as he's about to potentially retire for the one bad play he made in prevent defense coverage on the Patriots. That's not fair. Why not? You got to take the good, the bad, and the ugly. I love it, Lisey. Don't let the guy ride off into the sunset without bringing up one of the worst plays of his NFL career. I'm surprised you didn't bring up something from his days as an Arizona Wildcat, knowing your immense knowledge of college football. We'll continue looking around the NFC. Does Gronk potentially retiring affect Tampa's odds for next year? Not exactly. We'll break it down next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Your Space Coast vacation is preparing for liftoff. Start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, 7, it's time for a beach vacay that feels like heaven. 6, 5, 4, come explore Melbourne and the beaches. 3, 2, 1, it's time for some rocket-filled fun. Count down to your best beach vacation ever on Florida's Space Coast. Launch your planning now at visitspacecoast.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. The one thing that I've learned so far in the first couple of minutes of this Wednesday edition of Football Full Circle, live on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius, Sirius XM Channel 159, is that you should never invite Joe Lisi to your retirement party. He'll bring up one of your worst memories of all time as you're trying to head out on a good note. He better bring a good bottle of wine. That's all I got to say. It's Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens here with you on this Wednesday edition of FFC. We were just recounting Rob Gronkowski's illustrious career. One of the best tight ends in the history of the sport in the NFL potentially at least as of right now Rob announcing his retirement on Instagram yesterday and Joe Lisi brings up the play when Bill Belichick put him in there as a safety and prevent defense against the Miami Dolphins and Rob wasn't exactly the most capable tackler of them all it was beautiful Joe absolutely beautiful yes you have to bring up the good the bad and the ugly Ben and Kenyon Drake made him look like he was stuck in quick Said, all right, he was running. He was running with two canoes on his feet. Are you kidding me? Those big. What does he have? A 17 inch, 17 inch foot there? It's ridiculous. You know what they but, say about big feet, Joe? Yeah, I know. And he's got big, big hands shoes. too, right? Big hands. He catches everything in sight. Are you kidding? No, I love Gron. You know. I do love Gronk. I love him on the field. I love him off the field. And at the end of the day, you know, that is one of the most memorable Dolphin, you know, last second drives. Think about it. You know, to knock off Bill Belichick in that fashion. You know, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots just known as discipline. Being in the right spot at the right time. And in that particular spot, they had a tight end trying to play prevent. Sometimes you get caught with your pants down. But Gronk is a Super Bowl winner. One of the best tight ends that this game has seen in recent years revolutionized the, the the tight end position to where we see it today and we'll see at the end of the day Tampa Bay is a much better team and, yeah. and would make a much better run in my opinion to make a Super Bowl run and, and challenge Matt Stafford as long as they had Gronk in the playoff type of atmosphere and you never can say never especially when Drew Rosenhaus texts it to Adam Schefter. 
Yeah, absolutely so. Drew Rosenhaus, the agent for Gronk, saying if Tom Brady calls at some point this season and says, hey, Rob, we need your services out there in the pass-catching game, not playing safety, but on the offensive side of the football, maybe Gronk goes back to Tampa Bay. By the way, as our producer Christian reminded us of today, that 2018 game in December against the Dolphins where Rob didn't look great playing safety, yeah, the Patriots still won a Super Bowl that year, the third of four Super Bowls, and Rob Gronkowski's career. He would go on to win that fourth in 2020 as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Kansas City Chiefs. And right now, Joe, the Bucs have the second best price to win the Super Bowl this year, only behind the Buffalo Bills. And as it stands, the Bills are the favorites to win the Super Bowl at plus 650. The Buccaneers have the second best price, a dollar behind at plus 750. The Bucs are the favorites, though, Joe, to win the NFC at plus 320. None of the odds for Tampa this upcoming 2022 campaign changed after the news of Rob Gronkowski yesterday. That should not be a surprise. A tight end is really not going to move the number. But, Joe, what do you make of the Buccaneers being that favorite in the NFC with the second-best odds to win the entire thing? A lot of pressure, right? And at the end of the day, they're going to need a more balanced offense. Now, when they made the Super Bowl run a couple of years ago, they had Leonard Fournette, they had Rojo, but Fournette really carried that team. The strength of the offensive line, right? That's what we yep. saw, you know, heading into the regular season last year, and they started to wear down just a little bit at the end of the season, right? They didn't run the football all that great in the loss to the L.A. Rams and that solid front seven in Aaron Donald. So, yes, I think clearly they are head and shoulders the best team in their division are they the most complete team in terms of the NFC I don't think so Ben you know as much Hmm. as I love Tom Brady as much as I love Leonard Fournette and Mike Evans there are concerns right you have a for well I don't want to say a first year head coach but you have a new head coach in Todd Bowles even though he's had previous head coaching experience he's a former defensive guy will coach up the defense but we see this all the time in college as well is that you know when you have the defensive-minded coach, all of a sudden now they concentrate on the offensive side of the ball and the defense slips. So as long as that defense could stay where they were over the last couple of years, they're going to be in the mix. I just think the most complete team in the NFC heading into the season still is the L.A. Rams, and it comes down to motivation. As long as they're motivated, I think it's going to be Tampa Bay and L.A., and I would give the edge to Stafford and the crew entering 2022 right now. And we'll get into those numbers. We'll get into those prices and why they may look the way they do. Because I agree with Joe. I think the value is all on Los Angeles. But quickly here on Tampa Bay, Joe. The second best scoring offense in the league last year. Of course, Tom Brady led the league still at the age of 44 in completions, passing yards, and passing touchdowns. And he's doing that still. That was year 22. And it will be year 23 in just a couple of months. So the second best scoring offense in the league, averaging just shy of 30 points per game in both 2020 the Super Bowl winning year for the Bucks, and 2021 they ranked seventh in terms of scoring defense inside that top 10 but where the drop-off was Lisey from 2020 when they won the Super Bowl to last year was in total defense how many yards they were giving up to their opponents per game top 10 in fact eighth in 2020 giving up just shy of 332 yards per game but last season in 2021 the Bucks more toward the middle of the pack of the National Football League, allowing nearly 337 yards and ranking 15th in the NFL. I will say, though, Joe, 
Todd Bowles does have that head coaching experience, of course, having coached in New York. He is the defensive coordinator or has been the last couple of seasons in Tampa Bay under Bruce Arians. So you keep that familiarity within your office and within your organization. And I think consistency-wise, you also keep Byron Leftwich as your offensive coordinator. And that pairing between Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich has been so successful in Tom's two years in Tampa Bay. So I'm not overly concerned about Todd Bowles taking over the head man spot and what that might do for the two sides of the football for Tampa Bay. And I really think keeping Byron Leftwich or maybe Byron Leftwich not getting the opportunity to be a head coach elsewhere in the NFL will prove uh, provide dividends for Tampa Bay this upcoming season. But Lisa, you bring up a great point about the value on Los Angeles in comparison to Tampa Bay. We mentioned it. The Bucks have the second best price to win the Super Bowl at plus 750, a dollar behind the Buffalo Bills right now at plus 650. But it's Tampa, Joe, that actually has better odds to win their respective conference in the NFC than the Bills in the AFC. Buffalo is plus 350 in the AFC. Tampa is plus 320 to win the NFC, nearly $2 in front of the L.A. Rams. So I agree, Joe. If you're thinking value, because it's a relatively short number on the Buccaneers, it's got to be with the Rams at 5-1. to one. I don't think there's a ton of value elsewhere. Maybe the Packers at 5-1, to one, but the Rams at plus 500 certainly stands out. And we think the Rams got slightly better, right? They added Allen Robinson. Cam Akers comes back now, hopefully 100% healed from the the Achilles that he suffered last year, came back towards the end of the year in terms of the Super Bowl run. So they've upgraded consistently, right? And I think the bigger thing right now is that you sign Aaron Donald to the long-term deal. You have playmakers like Cooper Cup that signed to a long-term deal as well. You have your quarterback that really just erased any negativity surrounding him and his play last year and Matt Stafford stepped up. They should be a much more confident group this year. And at the end of the day, Ben, think about the odds here. You talked about uh, Tampa Bay. They are minus 480 to win 10-plus games on FanDuel compared to the L.A. Rams at minus 220. And I'll take it a step further. I like L.A. to get over their 10.5 win total at plus 100. Yeah, I think that's a great call. When you look at the 10.5 and and compare it to the Niners and the Cardinals that have a a 9.5 win total as well. The Bucs, as we go through more of the odds, which we'll do here as we're coming up on the break, have some of the best prices, Joe, of getting to the postseason, of winning double-digit games, and in fact, are tied with Buffalo for the highest win total in all of the NFL. In fact, it is Tampa Bay at minus 600 to reach the postseason. That is the best number of any team in the entirety of the NFL. Well, look at those numbers and what it means for the NFC postseason picture, even here in June, next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Back right here on Football Full Circle, otherwise known as FFC, on this Wednesday live on the Sports Grid Radio Network, alongside the mastermind of the pigskins. Pigskin, excuse me. That is Joe Lisi. I am Ben Stevens. And Joe, we're breaking down some odds right now in the NFC. NFC knowledge, if you will, for the 2022 NFL season. Rob Gronkowski might not be playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the Bucs are still the favorites to win the NFC. Obviously, a tight end is not going to move the market all that much but it's not just the favorites to win the nfc joe the tampa bay buccaneers are tied with the buffalo bills for the highest team win total in all the national football league for 2022 both buffalo and tampa have a win total of 11 and a half the juice is even on both sides for the bucks it's minus 110 to the over minus 110 to the under technically buffalo is slightly better only by five cents because the juice on the over is minus 115 as opposed to minus 105 on the under of that 11 and a half win total for the Bills. But we're talking very high marks for both of the favorites in both conferences in the NFL. And Lisi, it's Tampa Bay who actually has a better price to win at least 10 football games this upcoming season than Buffalo. The Bucks are minus 480 to win 10 plus games. The Bills are minus 450. Tampa Bay to win at least 10 games, Joe, at minus 480 is the best price of any team in the entirety of the league. Yeah, without a doubt. You still can't get me to take that bet. Uh, Are you kidding me? Five, almost five to one to lay out 500 to win 100? Absolutely not. No way. Because the reason why they're minus 480 is because you have a seven-time Super Bowl winner as your quarterback, right? You have potentially the best defense up with the New Orleans Saints in the division. But you have a bunch of nobodies there. You have Matt Rule that maybe, just maybe, might have Baker Mayfield as their starter. Right now, it's Sam Donald and Matt Corral back. You have Jameis in New Orleans with a new head coach in Dennis Allen. You have Marcus Mariota hoping to rejuvenate his career with the Atlanta Falcons, who has a win total of four and a half with second-year head coach uh, Arthur Smith. I got it right. I didn't say Jonathan. Arthur Smith, right? (laughs) So at the end of the day, that's why they're minus 480. I mean, Buffalo does have a harder road to get to 10 wins because two games against Miami, two games potentially, uh, uh, obviously, against New England and then two wins against the New York Jets, which they abuse each and every year. So, you know, it's a little bit harder in terms of Buffalo because of the AFC as well. So, I still say this, though. On paper, Buffalo is the most complete team in the NFL. Now, whether they can capitalize on that, stay motivated and stay focused, I know Carver hates me when I say this, but they are clearly head and shoulders the best team with the L.A. Rams on paper for the AFC and NFC respectively this year. Yeah, I would agree with that. And listen, when you look at the 11-and-a-half win total for the Bucs, they won 13 games last year, tied for the most wins in the league alongside the Green Bay Packers. Obviously over 11-and-a-half wins. But even the year they won the Super Bowl, Joe, just two years ago in 2020, they only won 11 games. And now I know you're saying they only played 16 in 2020, so maybe that extra week gives them that win to push them over 11-and-a-half. But they were the wild card team, or coming out of the wild card portion of 
of the NFC playoffs that year because the Saints won the division. And as we look at that division, Joe Lisi, it's not just tons of minus money for the Bucks to win at least 10 games. That would be minus 480. It's not just minus 600 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to reach the postseason. They're minus 300, Joe, to win the NFC South. You were talking about how weak this division can be, especially in the bottom half with Carolina and Atlanta. The Panthers team went totals five and a half. The Falcons is at four and a half. Obviously not very high expectations for either of those two organizations, but the Bucs, and it's different now with Tom Brady. I understand that, but it was the first divisional title for Tampa Bay last year since 2007. So it's not like they have consistently been a front runner in this division, certainly at minus 300. That is the expectation this upcoming season, Joe, and I think they will cash that ticket, although I'm not going to bet minus $3 on anybody to win a division before the year is underway. But the minus 300 price, Lisey, is the best odds of any team to win any division in the entirety of the NFL. If you get my gist here, pretty much all of the odds for Tampa Bay is the best of the best. Exactly. And and here's the other thing, too. You can make the argument or people will say, well, New Orleans beat them twice last year with Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. Let, let me ask yep. you this. One time was with Dennis Allen when Sean Payton was out, right? Remember, he had right. COVID. He didn't coach in that yep. Sunday night game. But do we really think a first-year head coach in Dennis Allen, even though he's an experienced coordinator, is going to hit the ground running and all of a sudden, you know, outdo Tom Brady? You know, it's different responsibilities when you're the head guy. So expecting that type of production or just status quo from New Orleans defense, I think it maybe is a little bit overinflated in that regard. So you have to say that, you know, who's their toughest competition outside of New Orleans defense? I say New Orleans defense because we still don't know what the offense is going to look like without Sean Payton basically calling the plays and game planning. Right. You know, Jameis Winston comes back from an ACL. You don't know what you're going to get. Alvin Kamara has off-the-field issues, so the potential for him to be suspended for a period at a time due to that Las Vegas incident is there. And then what do you have? You have Matt Rule in Carolina assuming Christian McCaffrey stays healthy for at least, yeah. let's hope, 10 to 12 games. It'll be very interesting to see what happens with Alvin Kamara. A lot has been made of the Deshaun Watson situation due to his legal situation off the field. And that has been the focus from the personal conduct policy matters of the National Football League. But they will dive into Alvin Kamara, I'm sure, as well. Will he be suspended for any portion of this regular season for the New Orleans Saints? And frankly, Joe, the Saints have a lot of offensive tools if Alvin Kamara is there because you have Jameis Winston back, which I really like the re-signing of Jameis. Hopefully, the recovery from the ACL has been good, but what he has from a wide receiver core now with Michael Thomas coming back from the ankle injury, drafting Chris Olave, they have a ton of talent on the outside in New Orleans. I think the Saints might be in position to go over their team win total of 8.5, maybe win 9, 10 games, potentially contend for an NFC wildcard spot. We'll get into those odds in just a couple of moments, but it is the Buccaneers' division to lose, as the odds indicate, at minus 300. One thing you have to mention, though, about Tom Brady's tenure in Tampa Bay, he has never beaten the New Orleans Saints in the regular season. Of course, on the run to the Super Bowl in the divisional round, Tom got the better of Drew Brees and the Saints in heading to that Super Bowl championship, but in the regular season, the Bucs with Tom Brady in his two seasons, a whopping 0-4 against New Orleans. We will see what that means potentially 
from a divisional race. But because of how bad the Panthers and the Falcons are, Joe, that's why I like the idea of New Orleans being able to rack up a couple of wins in their division to go over their team win total of eight and a half, and the over is even money at plus 100. Joe, I think one of my favorite unders from a win total perspective is also in that NFC South. It's Carolina. You've kind of swayed me here. I think Matt Rule is going to be the first coach fired this upcoming year in the NFL. I do not believe that he even believes in Sam Darnold. I do not believe that Sam Darnold is the quarterback to get Matt Rule to six or seven or eight wins, whatever it will need to take to keep him in Carolina. And Matt Corral, who has been dealing with some off-the-field issues as well throughout his rookie offseason in the National Football League, is he going to be the quarterback that learns the playbook quick enough to make sure that he is there? And obviously, we wish Matt Corral the best. I think it's been some family issues off the field, so hopefully he can be back in a full participant in training camp. But I just don't believe this Carolina team, Joe, is going to win even six games. The under of their five-and-a-half win total has the plus money at plus 105, but I think it's going to be that team, Joe, in the Panthers that I look to fade this upcoming year. Yeah, I actually like Matt Rule, Ben, and I I agree with you in the sense he's definitely on the hot seat. I am going over their win total, but I Mm. am going under with Atlanta. Now, the reason why I believe Carolina just has a slight shot is because I'm buying into McCaffrey being healthy for at least, I'm going to say 10 to 12, like I mentioned. If he gives me that, I believe in the defense enough that they can carry this team, and I'm I'm still going to hold out hope that they deal for Baker Mayfield. Cleveland has said that they'd eat a about half the salary. So if they get Baker Mayfield, I think to me it's a significant upgrade from Darnold. And as long as they can run the football, that's Baker's game. Work off a play action. He can lead you to at least six wins. So that's why I'm buying in. But if it doesn't happen and it's Sam Darnold and then hopefully Matt Corral, which we both love, but I think Corral could be the starter. Yeah, then you have a great shot of getting that under and we'll see because I love Matt Corral, uh, Matt Rule as a coach it's just that you know he hasn't gotten it done right now in the NFL I just don't think it's the right situation in Carolina. So much weird stuff has happened. Joe Brady there is the offensive coordinator for a while. Then he was let go. I just don't know if Matt Rule is in the right situation right now with the Panthers. You mentioned that defense, Joe, for Carolina. It was one of the highlights of their team, especially in the early going last NFL season. The second best total defense in the league, only allowing 305 yards per game. But a weird distinction, Joe. Normally, if your total defense is good, you're not giving up a ton of yards to your opponent, you're going to keep them from those scoring positions on the field. But Carolina ranked 20th in terms of scoring defense out of the 32 NFL teams, giving up nearly 24 points per game. So very interesting for a Panthers team that started last year a perfect 3-0, covering in two of those first three games as a favorite, but then Joe lost 12 of their last 14 games, were second worst in the NFL as an underdog against the number at 3-7 an ATS in the worst ATS record in the league last year at 5 and 12 against the spread. I'm always hesitant because when you're not competitive even as an underdog against the number, when the book does not expect you to win the football game and you're still not covering, I don't know what that says about your competition level entering the next year. So that's why I look to the under of the 5 and a half, but if Christian McCaffrey plays all 17 games and Baker Mayfield is the quarterback, I'll take back all the words I just spoke about under five and a half for Carolina. We come back on Football Full Circle next on Sports Grid Radio. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Right here on Football well, on this Wednesday on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159, Joe Lisi and myself, Ben Stevens, continue our NFC knowledge conversation about how the NFC stacks up because Joe and I both agree the NFC as a conference this year as a whole should be a lot easier to try to make some waves than in the very competitive and very tight gauntlet that will be known as the AFC. Lisi, right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook, Outside of your divisional favorites currently, the four in each conference, in the AFC, there are five teams in minus money favored to make the AFC playoffs, but not all five of those teams can when you add in the four divisional favorites. But in the NFC, Joe, there are only three teams teams outside of the divisional favorites in minus money to make the playoffs and technically the Arizona Cardinals who are minus 106 to make and minus 116 to miss have better odds to miss the playoffs than to actually get inside the NFC postseason picture which goes to show Joe there should be a little bit more up in the air in the hunt for those wild card spots in the NFC Lisi the two teams that are favored at least strongly favored to make the postseason outside of your divisional favorites within the NFC the Niners at minus 220 I don't agree with that big of a number but we'll get to that in a second and the Eagles at minus 155 who are a couple of other teams Lisa you're keeping an eye on out of the NFC that might be able to potentially make a postseason push well, I talked about Minnesota, right, because they have the mm-hmm. foundation with O'Connell. So we already talked yep. about them at plus 100 now. I think they're a little bit yep. shorter than when we first started. Weren't they like uh, a plus 125 to make the playoffs about a, yes. a couple of weeks ago? So they're right there. Yep. I I can see the New Orleans Saints because, to your point, if Kamara, let's say, is only out two or three games or you catch lightning in a bottle with a young Michael Thomas, if you get 80 to 85% of the production – and productivity that he had even three, four seasons ago, you're going to be there no matter who your quarterback is. Even if they pull Taysom Hill out of the hybrid tight end position and put his ass back on the center, you're going to get more productivity than that. But, you know, another team, I can't buy into Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera. The identity of that team is gone. I'm sorry, especially from a defensive perspective. NFC, I'm going to buy into, you're going to laugh at me. I would buy in to two long shots, Detroit at plus 360 and Seattle 
at plus 430. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have to. What do you I mean, see? Listen, I, I will have the Lions conversation with you right now, Lisey, if you would like. But what do you mean the Seattle Seahawks? Who, the only who reason lost? why uh, you're going to you're going to crucify me. I know the only I, reason I'm why not, I say yeah. Seattle is because of the foundation. Forget the quarterback position right now. Noah Fant is a – do you have uh, – from the running back position, they're loaded. Rashad Penny, Carson, Kenneth Walker, right? Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and now Noah Fant. Okay? Now, now okay. if you could just get some uh, – Geno Smith is not the answer. I would take a shot on Drew Locke just because of the arm strength. And and the fact that, to me, Pete Carroll at 70 is a much – I still buy into Carroll as a good coach and somehow, some way, being able to figure it out with what he's got. I will, I'd rather buy into that. If we're talking long shots, that's it. That's the only team I would buy into from a pl- positive money perspective outside of Minnesota. I can't buy into New Orleans. I can't buy into Washington. I can't buy into the Bears, even though I love Justin Fields. So I would only go Detroit and Seattle. Listen, I get what you're saying from a long shot perspective, of course, because you have four divisional favorites right now in Tampa Bay that we talked about at minus 300, Green Bay at minus 170, the Rams at plus 130, and the Cowboys are plus 115 or so in the NFC East. They're all greater than $3 right now to make the NFC postseason. Well, let me make sure about the Rams price because it's minus 270, but close to $3 to make the NFC postseason at the very least. So there's not all that much wiggle room in terms of the odds. And from that long shot perspective I get what you're saying it's just I have no belief in Seattle they've lost so much on both sides of the football Drew Locke is not the overall answer could he win you five games maybe their team win total is five and a half the over having the juice there so maybe from that perspective but I do want to talk about the Detroit Lions Joe because one of my favorite overs from a win total perspective at least out of the good nature of my heart I hope is the Detroit Lions it's at six and a half the over is minus 105 the under is minus 115 but it's six and a half joe you might be thinking to yourself guys this lions team won three games last year statistically they were in the bottom five of pretty much every major category in what world does that team improve to an area where they could win you seven games at the bare minimum and they will need at least nine you would think to have any shot of being in the hunt for an nfc wildcard spot Here's what I go to, Joe. And maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Maybe I'm biting kneecaps and I'm falling into that trap. But this this team is competitive. This team cares. There is something about the way that Dan Campbell coaches his team. And I love what they did in the NFL draft. Aiden Hutchinson at two. Jamison Williams at 13. And many other plays throughout the entirety of the 2022 NFL draft. That I think these guys can make an immediate impact. And you bring in some talent in the free agency market. Jared Goff's not a great quarterback. I get that. But if maybe he can get back to the level where he led the Rams to a Super Bowl appearance in 2018, or at least maybe make a push to the NFC wildcard race. But really, it comes down to the mantra that they take and the mentality they have from their head coach in Dan Campbell. Joe. Of course you know we are in the odds industry. We are in the betting industry. Covering numbers. Good teams win. Great teams cover. The Lions were a great team last year from that perspective. Detroit booked as an underdog in all 17 of their NFL games in the 2021 season was 11-16 
against the spread. 11 and 16 against the number. That was the third best ATS mark in the entirety of the league last year, only trailing the Cowboys and the Packers in the regular season. As we like to say, Joe, when you start to cover games and you're booked as an underdog for all 17 of them, there is not a single expectation you are supposed to win that football game. If you're an underdog, you're not supposed to win the game. And when you cover the numbers to keep it competitive, to give yourself a fighting chance of pulling the upset and winning that football game, you hope with improvement year over year, the covers of close games turn into wins in close games and maybe get us over six and a half. I'm with you. I'm with you in terms of the over six and a half. I love what they did in terms of the draft. They upgraded the defense. That was the weakness last year. You have an experienced quarterback in Jared Goff. And think about the games they won, right? They beat up on Minnesota as a seven-point dog. They go toe-to-toe with the Chicago Bears on Thanksgiving. They go toe-to-toe with some of the better teams, Baltimore, throughout the year. Some of the games they lost were just complete heartbreakers. So you would have to think that at this season, with a fresh slate, in year number two, the biggest progression from a head coach comes from year one to year two because he yep. has the players that fit his scheme, both offensively and defensively, and the team is acclimated to the philosophy. And that's what you can expect now, right? They they cut down. You first The first thing every head coach tells you in terms of when you take over a program, even on the college level, you start to lose, lose games close. Then all of a sudden, you start to win those games. And then all of a sudden, then you take off and year three so getting over six and a half is very doable outside the teams that they have to play in the conference I mean I love Justin Fields but you have a first year head coach in Eberflus a first year head coach in O'Connell I mean we we know Minnesota has played down to the level of expectations before they could do that yet again outside of Green Bay and and Detroit plays Green Bay pretty tough knocked them out last year with Jordan Love so why not Detroit has the fifth easiest schedule in the NFL right now, heading into 2022, according to Warren Sharp and his win total projections for the 2022 campaign. Chicago, actually, the fourth easiest schedule in the National Football League, a spot ahead of Detroit. I think it will be interesting this year, Joe, to watch the Bears and the Lions toward the bottom half of this division. Both have a team win total of six and a half. We mentioned the under for the Lions is minus 115. The over for Chicago is minus Minus 115, so slightly better there. But we did see a little bit of weird odds movement, I guess you could say, in that division. Just kind of out of nowhere earlier in this offseason when the Lions moved in front of Chicago. The third best odds now out of the four teams in the NFC North at plus 850 to win that division ahead of the Bears who now have the longest odds of the four at plus 950. Maybe it's a lot of people biting kneecaps like me and drinking the Kool-Aid that think Detroit has some sort of optimism for 2022. But I did notice that earlier, Joe, and I was like, ah, I don't know why necessarily. I don't think I Either of those two teams win the division. Listen, Green Bay got worse this offseason. Certainly so when you lose the best wide receiver or one of the two best wide receivers in the NFL in Devontae Adams. But they're still favored to win the NFC North for a rightful reason at minus 170. 
Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, when you look at Green Bay right now, the, clearly they have the best quarterback in the division, the most experienced. But what does that offense look like for the Green Bay Packers without Devontae Adams? That safety net. I mean, Aaron Rodgers throws to Devontae Adams or threw to Devontae Adams when he was triple covered, right? When I mean, he would force the ball into coverage. So at the end of the day, without having that confidence level uh, with, with the new wide receiver core, and there's no doubt that, listen, Christian Watson, he's not going to just all of a sudden duplicate uh, Devontae Adams' numbers with Alan Lazard and Amari Rodgers. just not going to happen. So they're going to be a more methodical offense with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And then, you know what? Flip a coin because I think they're on upset alert much of the time. I don't think Green Bay all of a sudden is a legitimate shot just 13-4 and four straight up. Oh, yeah, you know, just count it now. They're the best team. Yeah. Wins because no. Aaron Rodgers is there. This, is, this offense is going to take a while to get used to. Green Bay has won the NFC North three consecutive seasons. It should not be a surprise to see a hefty price on them at minus 170. The Packers have owned this division in the Aaron Rodgers era. They have won the NFC North eight of the last 11 NFL campaigns. The Vikings have won it twice in the Bears in 2018. Have the Detroit Lions ever won in the NFC North? Oh, yeah, way back in the early 90s. Okay, so that was something. Maybe there is something there, Joe. I don't know, but I do agree with the idea that from a long shot perspective, maybe, maybe, just maybe, the Detroit Lions, if they can get you eight or nine wins in the rest of the NFC wildcard teams, fall short of expectation that at plus 360 for Detroit, they can get into the postseason. Again, we showed the comparison here between Chicago and Detroit toward the bottom half of the NFC North, the bottom half of the NFC as a conference pretty much overall. They're both plus 360 to make the playoffs. Their plus 850 is Detroit to win the division. The Bears are only a dollar behind that at plus 950 and they have the same exact team win total of six and a half lisa you know me you know i am big 10 ben you know that i stump for justin fields at every single moment i believe he will take the greatest leap from year one to year two out of the second year quarterbacks this year in the 2022 nfl season i'm just not sure it's enough necessarily to be a true playoff contender he needs more weapons, Ben. I mean, the fact that they yeah. got rid of Allen Robinson, they draft oh, Vilas Jones, they need speedsters outside Darnell Mooney. You thought they were going to make some moves, especially in the first round, to get all of that wide receiver talent we saw, setting records for wideouts taken in the first round this year. And the Bears didn't really do anything. They didn't have a first-round pick, but you thought maybe early in the second they would make that push to get some reinforcements offensively for Justin Fields. We wrap up the show here on Football Full Circle on this Wednesday, next on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. 
It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. A couple more minutes left here on this Wednesday program known as Football Full Circle live on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. He is Joe Lisi. And Joe, as you know, a couple of college guys. We are speaking like Yoda here in the College World Series. Continues on in Omaha, Nebraska today on the baseball diamond. But it's some teams that have some big brand names, not only in college baseball, but certainly in college football as well. The first game of the day, Oklahoma and Texas A&M. If the Sooners win, they send the Aggies packing in. Oklahoma goes to the College World Series Finals and in the final game of the day, an all-SEC affair. Arkansas and Ole Miss, the running Rams, perfect this NCAA baseball postseason. If they win, they send Arkansas packing in the running Rams advance to the College World Series Finals. Joe, out of those four teams, Oklahoma, A&M, Arkansas and Ole Miss in this football campaign in 2022, who gets the most wins? Ooh, that's a good, you know, I would say, mm, you got me there. I'm going to say, you know what? I think it's A&M. Because I'm a believer in, in, in Max Johnson. I, I okay. loved him at LSU. I think he beats out Haynes King. And Jimbo has to get it done. So I would say I would lean to A&M right now. I think A&M has to get it done, right, Lisey? Like, they have so much talent on this roster. A top 10 recruiting class each of the last four years. The best recruiting class in the history of the sport for 2022. If they can't win nine or ten games this year, I would be shocked. In fact, let's go to A&M's team win total, Lisey, and see where it stands. It's eight and a half. Guess how much juice is on the over? 170? No, you'd be a rich man if it was only minus 170. It's minus two bills, Lisey. Minus 200. You laying minus 200 for a win total ever? That's that's what seven and a half million per year gets you, right? Expectations, Ben. Jimbo has the money. We need some of it. This was football full circle on a Wednesday on Sports Grid Radio. A ton of fun that they'll continue on the money line with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside up next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.